Hello, and welcome to Queen Bees, where two 80s babies that drink, curse, and tell it like it is are here to inspire, encourage, and empower others. No candy coating here, with the occasional cursing and lots of laughs. I am Tina, and I like white rum, true crime, and a good time. I'm Lisa, and I love riding my Harley, traveling the world, and a damn cold drink in my hand. So Lisa, what's going on with you this week? It's been a rough one at work, I'm going to be honest. kind of thought about killing a bitch today. I mean, not literally, exactly. But you know, we've all had those moments where like, they just send you like the stupidest fucking emails or make just like the most ridiculous comments back and you're just like, did you even read my email? Like, stop being so stupid right now. <laughs> yes. It was one of those days. Well, I had uh, some gravel delivered for our driveway and both trucks got stuck in the yard and had to get pulled out. <laughs> and so I'm, are you talking like the dump trucks? Yes. Oh, wow. Both of them got stuck. And we gave them specific instructions on, like, how to pull in and what, what, where to go, what to do. Because we do have a soft area. We are in lowlands. That's why I ordered the fucking gravel so that we're not driving through mud every year anymore in our driveway. Because it's just where there's no really good grass growing. And then they get stuck. So now Tim has to go get the tractor so he can move all of this gravel around. And we're going to wait a week and see if things dry up a little bit to get the next two loads delivered. And hopefully it's dry enough and packed in a little bit that the dump truck can actually, like, dump and scrape when they... Right. Like, really they slowly good... dump, but, like, yes. they also drive forward, so it spreads part of it for yes, you. Yes, a yeah, really good totally dump that. truck driver knows how to do that. Right. And who they said today is not a really good dump truck driver. <laughs> I have experienced something very, very similar where when I was building my house, this dump truck driver came in and I can't even remember what he was dumping. I think it was like black blacktop or something. Maybe it was like the road gravel for the driveway. Nonetheless, the point of the story is he dumps it all and literally a gigantic piece of concrete comes out. Like one person cannot physically lift this one piece of concrete. It's that big. And thick, like, easily 10 inches thick. Like, clearly he must have had, like, one stuck in his dump truck from, like, the last yeah, whatever he had done. And so I, I said something to him. I was like, hey, like, what do I do about this? And he literally looks at me and goes, oh, well, can't you just bury it in your yard somewhere? Like, didn't I just pay you for a shit ton of product? Like, why are you leaving garbage in my yard as far as I'm concerned? It's garbage, right? Right. That was his answer. So me being like young and dumb, I'm like, oh, okay. But like once he left, I called the shop and I'm like, hey, so this is like what happened and this is what your driver told me and I just, I just really don't feel like that's right. And they're like, who was it? And I was like, well, I didn't ask his name. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a tall, skinny, blonde guy. I'm like, I know just who you're talking about. We'll handle him <laughs> when he gets back. And I'm like, well, seriously, what do you want me to do about this? Because like. 
not to sound like a prude or anything, but like, this is a brand new house. I'm not about to just bury a chunk of concrete in my yard. Right. And they're like, oh my God, no, we would never expect you to do that. We'll send a different driver out. They're like, how big is it? Can one person pick it up? And I just told them like, honestly, I don't know. If you're really strong, maybe one person. But I was like, I'm a hundred percent sure that I could not pick it up. And to even ask my husband to pick it up. And he's pretty strong. I mean, he's no freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything, but like, He's a work-in-the-field, physically fit man. I'm like, eh, he'd be really straining. I was like, I suggest sending two people so nobody gets hurt trying to lift it. I was like, or plus there's, like, kind stuff of sticking out of it. Like, it it looked like maybe it had been, like, a little bit of rebarb. I mean, it wasn't a huge, like, post that was sticking out, but a little bit. Right, it might have so been one from, like, pers- a cleanup job that they did. Right, but if one person goes to lift it and goes to throw it in and the rebarb pokes them just wrong, I yeah. mean... That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. So they did send out one guy in a, or one, two guys in one dump truck to get it. But anyways, definitely been there with the uh, not following of the directions and retarded dump, dump drivers, dump truck drivers. Oh, I almost forgot. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, Captain and Coke double saw all the way. This is going to be a great episode, guys. I'm already halfway there. I got my wine. I picked up a new one. It's a cranberry rhubarb. Let's see how good it is. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try this in just a bit here. At least taste it, because i got to know. Ooh, I do really like it. But, like, sweet, tart, what are we talking here? Not, I mean, it has a little bit of tartness, but it's not, it's not, like, super tart, and it's not dry. It's a sweet. Oh, It's okay. definitely a sweet wine, not the dry, tart Perfect. It's a tart, sweet wine. All right. I'm going to be trying this in like 20 minutes. Maybe Sounds seven. <laughs> like a plan. I also found myself a really awesome desk on the side of the road on my way home the other day. Okay. It's in the garage now. It's like five feet long, three feet deep, has all these huge drawers and everything. Complete The sign's up free. So I stopped. Threw it in the back of my vehicle, brought home. Of course, my husband's like, what the fuck is wrong with you picking this shit up on the side of the road? But it's free! And there's no, there's nothing wrong with it other than it needs a fresh stain. Sand it down, fresh stain. And then I have a brand new vanity. Right? That would be nice. I did, you snapped me a video of this, right? Yes. Okay, yes, it looks super nice. So it's not like it was like a piece of shit that you need to just throw no, in the back. No, it's it, like it a rock nice solid looking. old desk, like old wooden drawers with the wooden slides, not the new plastic crap slides that break, because that's what I have right now right. as an old desk, but not older, older, that I turned into my vanity and all the plastic slides are breaking. I don't even have a top drawer. And then you can't even get these drawers completely out. Like, you can pull them all the way out, but then it, like, stops. There's, it's, like, locked. The drawer's locked into the whole cabinet somehow. Oh, wow. So, that will be in the burn pit soon. Other than that, nothing else is really all that new. For this week? No, nothing for me either. Just working like a dog, running 50 million errands. I feel like, I don't, I'm going to be honest, I feel like the days are getting longer, but like the 
work has gotten way longer. Like, it's not the fun time that got longer. It's the responsibility side. Absolutely. And I don't know if it's, like, the... Okay, so technically we're in the time of year where, yes, technically the sun is up in the sky a little bit longer portion of the day versus in the winter where your days are shorter, which my daughter will argue with this with you. She'll tell you every day is the same amount of time. And I'm like, but I meant, like, the sun is up longer. <laughs> but she's that person that, like, needs to point that kind of shit out, so I, I roll with it. But, um... I swear, I feel like the sun is up longer, but all that all that does is make me not eat dinner till like seven thirty, eight o'clock because I'm trying to like cram as much shit in as humanly possible. And my husband's like laughing at me, like, how did you like work all day, run seven errands, do this, do that? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm feeling like fucking ninja right now. Same. Maybe it's because the sun has been out longer and we're like getting that extra vitamin D so we're feeling energized to get more shit done. Yes. And that could totally be. I feel like when the days are shorter that it's just naturally that you almost feel like, oh, wow, it's it's dark at five o'clock. Like, is it bedtime soon? Yeah, let's just snuggle up and watch a TV show or a movie. And Right. But this time of year, it's so bright still at five o'clock. I would never in, my, never in a million years be like, oh, yeah, let's go to bed soon. Uh-uh. I actually find myself staying up too late now. Yes. Like, it's like a psychological thing. I still need to kind of, even though daylight savings time was a few weeks ago, I'm still off a little bit where like I want to stay up till like 10 10 30 maybe even 11 right now but I should be going to bed by like 9 9 30 because I get up at 6 30 in the morning I've and it adjusted takes me to go to sleep to that so I'm not staying up super late anymore the first like week or two I was staying up till like 10 11 o'clock like wide awake but then I don't know I'm totally out of whack because I hear my husband's alarm go off at 4 20 and then I'm just laying in bed like waiting for 5.15 for my alarm to go off, and half the time I end up getting out of bed before my alarm even goes off. Going downstairs, getting the coffee, and starting on shit. Like, I, if I get up at that time, I can get some of the dishes and a load or two of laundry done before I even have to leave at 7 o'clock. I know. My husband gets up at, like, 5.30 in the morning, and I feel like it's so hit or miss with whether he gets up, he gets ready, and I'm either wide awake at that time, and, but I lay in bed because I don't need to be up for a while. And then it's like, once my alarm goes off, like time to wake up. And all of a sudden I'm like drastically tired, which is the most like psychological right? bullshit ever. Like, I know you're not tired because I went to bed at a decent time. I was wide awake 45 minutes ago, <laughs> but now all of a sudden I'm exhausted. That was me the other day. I got up with him. Like his alarm went off. I laid in bed like 10 minutes. I'm like, fuck it. I'm wide awake. I'm getting up. He leaves. I finish up my first cup of coffee, you know, take a shit and all that mumbo-jumbo you do in the morning, come upstairs to get start getting ready, and I'm like, man, I could really go back to bed. What the fuck? But enough chit-chat for now. What are we talking about today? Entertaining. We're going to be talking about... Having guests over and entertaining them. Uh, some quick tips on how to save some money, still make it look nice, and age-appropriate shit like that. Indoor yep. and outdoor. So, I love outdoor entertaining. 
mostly because it's just outside and then they're not messing up your house or anything. But we also have huge fires. There's more things to do outside than in my tiny little house because I do have a very small house. Other than my enormous fucking walk-in closet. So I also personally prefer outdoor entertaining. I think a little bit of it is is the cleaning aspect. It really is. Um, just because when you do indoor entertaining, it's just, I feel like no matter how hard you try, there's just shit everywhere. At least if you do the outdoor entertaining, you know, as far as like kids running around or people's dirty shoes or things like that, it's all mainly kept outside. So I do personally like that, but I also do enjoy, you know, when it's it's too cold outside, I don't mind doing the indoor entertaining. I, I do rather like it. I enjoy people coming over and hanging out. I feel like I, sometimes I have to tell myself that everything doesn't need to be perfect and just relax and enjoy it. And roll with it. Yes, because sometimes I do get this idea in my mind, like especially if I'm making something like food-wise specifically for the event, like, oh, I'm going to do this, you know, this appetizer or this entree and I want it to look really good um, and it doesn't turn out quite like I thought or look quite like I thought. Um, sometimes that kind of irks me a little bit, but I think, again, that goes back to our OCD that we've talked about way forever ago, but. I am the same way. Not as bad as I used to be. I did have a meltdown at one of the kids' birthday, uh, it was Jocelyn's birthday party. I had dropped the vegetable tray that I had spent hours working on because my enormous pregnant belly got in the way and then I was just bawling my eyes out. At the whole party was ruined because this tray fell and everything was on the floor. And I was like, oh my God, everything's ruined. Everyone just needs to go home. And mom's like, let's just wash everything off. It's like the kitchen floor. You already cleaned the house from top to bottom. It's not like you dropped it in the mud. Let's just rinse everything off and put it all back on the tray. Calm down. Which I did have some major pregnancy hormones going on at that time, too. So that was probably partly to blame as well. But my go-to is simple and easy snacks. And you can still make them look fantastic. You can do cucumber bites. And you can get, like, cream cheese and mix it with a dill dip mix. And just put a dollop right on top of the cucumbers. You can even buy, like, pre-made-up mixes. I did a jalapeno and artichoke dip on top of some cucumber slices and then put a small piece of shaved smoked salmon. And my husband thought I was really weird for making these things. He's like, "Uh, it's just my buddy coming over. We're just going to watch a football game. Like, you don't have to get all fancy. This isn't ladies' night or anything. I'm like... You just worry about getting the TV and all that set up. I will take care of the food. I did not have one single cucumber bite left, and they both insisted that I needed to make more for them to take to work in the following week. (laughs) Nice. Tea sandwiches, and this goes for all ages. It doesn't necessarily have to be like the cucumber spread that you put on bread. You can make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches ham and mayonnaise, whatever combination that you want, and then literally just cut the square bread sandwich into 
the triangles, the four triangles. Right, so two angles. Yep, but and then just an angle. place them all nicely on the tray. And you can do that for birthday parties, Christmas, Thanksgiving, I mean, anything. Or you're just having a, a little gathering where you're having people over. I've even seen people do it on, like, little buns and put toothpicks in them to, like, help hold them together. Yes, like those mini yep. uh, cheeseburgers. I've done those, too. They're actually, I like them, but they are a little bit of work to get them all put together, even though they look pretty awesome. And then, of course, all of your dips. Cheese balls are really easy to make. You got your pretzels, crackers, your snack meats, like, uh, what's the big tube one? Summer sausage. Summer sausage, yeah. Well, or even... Gina, I just, I just got to point out your motions there. <laughs> Showing me what the big one yeah, of sausage Yeah, one of these sausages. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, that or meat sticks of any shape or size, or if flavor. that really matters. <laughs> and then obviously your fruits, vegetables, and some kind of nuts. Those are all like my major go-tos, and I can mix and match almost all of that shit and make an amazing looking spread. Not to toot my own horn. Toot toot! Okay, so since you brought up fruit, I have to bring up one time I went all out and I made the most epic like appetizer I guess you would call it um for an event that we were doing now ladies get out a pen and paper I'm just kidding probably can remember this in five seconds but um this was a super cute idea that I stole from a restaurant that I worked at so you take a watermelon and you don't eat a big one it can be like a smaller one that's more like um a little bit smaller than a basketball Cut it in half, and then take um, one of those like melon ball makers. Yeah, and you you scoop out the watermelon. A melon in, scoop. Yes. So you scoop out the, the melon into these like little balls. And if you don't want to do that because it's too much extra work, or you don't have one of those stupid melon ball things, no big deal. The other half that you haven't messed with whatsoever, you're gonna take that, cut it up like you normally would, cube up the watermelon, totally fine. You can do grapes, you can do cantaloupe, you can do muskmelon. Um, if there's any other fruits or veggies that you really like, you can do it. I specifically did only fruit for this one. Um, I'm trying to think. There was one of old pineapple was on there. Um, buy skewers that you would normally, like, you know, put on the grill, skewer up your, your shrimp, your little veggie kebabs, things like that. So one half of this melon, you're going to leave the rind totally intact. And you're going to flip it upside down. So now it's almost going to look like a turtle in its shell, right? So the whole green showing to you. Now I'm going to take all those skewers and all the melons and whatever else that you've decided to cut up or put on these, you put them on the skewers. But leave enough room for on the pointy side, like a solid two inches to like... Stab into the watermelon. Yes. So it literally looks like a fruit porcupine. It is the coolest freaking thing. It is, a, it is a lot of work, so I'm very sorry, ladies, if you are thinking that you were going to do this in three seconds. This is not your, like, slam-bam out in in, in five minutes. This there is when is you ask work. your kid that likes doing all the cooking and baking to help you out with this prep work. Right. So it's a lo- it is a little bit of work. I don't want to say a lot of work because it's not horrible, but 
you know, there's definitely some work involved in this. But, like, when I did it, Avery was old enough to put this stuff on. So she thought it was, like, the coolest thing in the world to put all this, the fruit on the skewers. I mean, she probably ate, like, a quarter of what she was supposed to be putting on there. But <laughs> nonetheless, she got most of it on there. And then you stab it all into the melon that you now have upside down. And you serve it like that. So it literally looks like a gigantic fruit porcupine. You will get so many flipping compliments on this thing. It is worth the work, people. I'm telling you. Don't get me wrong. I also love my really easy, like, whip together this dip or just do cheese sausage and crackers. Um, I have several recipes that I like that are a smidgen of work. Like, for me personally, everyone loves my stuffed mushrooms. I have several recipes. I am happy to share because they are so flippin' easy, but again, takes at least a few minutes to put together. I usually right. buy, um, you can either buy, like, brats and skin them, like, uncooked brats and skin them, Italian sausage. Yeah. And, or you can just buy the... Italian sausage. Italian sausage that has already been... Ground uh, up. Put through the, yes, put through the grinder. So either one of those is great. So literally you take your mushrooms, you wash them, you pull out the stems, um, whether you prefer portobellas or just your traditional white mushroom. Bellas either, are better. Either way, it's totally fine. I also do prefer bellas. Um, but anyways, you're going to put all those on a tray. You're going to put them upside down so you can see where the stem was. And you put that Italian sausage inside of there and then sprinkle the seasonings of your choice and then bake them for a little bit. I also recently discovered that if you mix a little bit of cheese with the Italian sausage, gives it a little extra mm. perfection. People love it. Um, third option that I do on a regular basis when it comes to stuffed mushrooms is the cream cheese with crab meat. Uh, I'm going to interject right here. What? You did not make your fucking mushrooms for Christmas this year. I was very disappointed. Don't get needy, bitch. I'll fix it this year, okay? Okay, okay. Um, the other one I do on a regular basis that's really good is cream cheese with crab meat. Um, there's a few other ingredients I sprinkle in there. Generally, it's garlic powder along with Parmesan cheese. And I don't care what instrument you have at home. Either I don't freaking know about it or own it, or there is nothing that comes close to working with then I'm sorry, in this case, you really need to use your hands. I find it just best to just take your hands and mix up the cream cheese, the Parmesan cheese, and the crab meat, and with a little bit of garlic powder and stuff like that. Mix it all up, and then you stuff the mushrooms. Key point here, spray the top of those mushrooms with a little bit of cooking spray. So when you bake them, they get that little bit of goldeny brown on the top. Looks like five-star restaurant gourmet shit. You just made cream cheese, crab meat stuffed mushrooms. You will get so many compliments on it. It's ridiculous. It's like a crab ragu and stuffed mushroom. They're yes. fucking delicious. And if you're not a huge mushroom person, it's fine. Maybe you want to do something like with the stuffing and something else. None of this takes a long amount of time. All quick, easy, throw in the oven for 15 to 20 minutes, depending on how big your mushrooms are. I you do mine make, at, like, 350. You could even make the um, crab ragoons with that mixture and just go buy the, um, like, the egg roll wraps, but instead of wrapping it like an egg roll, you know, do a triangle, and you can bake or deep fry them. We've tried it. And then also with the pork stuffing, if you get, like, 
Not the biscuit one, the other one. Uh, oh, like crescent rolls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could stuff crescent rolls into like triangle things and, and bake them, and then you can dip them in like pizza sauce. Yes. And there is literally 101 things you can make with crescent rolls. I have so many quick recipes. It's disgusting. Um, beef rings. I've done it where you just the do the triangles. Rings. Yeah, I've done it where you just do those and you just fill them with cheese. And the kids love them. Sprinkle a little bit of garlic powder and Parmesan cheese on the top. Kids love those. Quick, easy bite. You can even put pizza sauce, pepperoni, cheese inside. Make your own little homemade pizza bites. It really just depends on what kind of entertaining that you're doing. If you need something a little bit more classy, a little bit something more just like basic scale because you're just going to have a couple of friends over, it's not anything fancy, or maybe you're doing a bridal shower and you want it to be more upscale, there's all these different varieties of food and appetizers and snacky sort of foods that have a minimal cost that you can absolutely do quick and easy and will look fabulous. Yes, like having um, bruschetta. Ooh, you can yeah. you can pre-buy the bruschetta mix with the, the tomatoes, onions, and the oil already pre-mixed together. And then it's literally just getting like a, a loaf of French bread and toasting them. And then you take a little bit of olive oil or your regular canola oil, mix a few seasonings in there like garlic, oregano, maybe some basil or whatever. Even if you have an Italian seasoning mix. Throw a little bit in there. You just brush it on the pieces of toast. And then it's a really simple, easy, fast, fast one. Another one I did, like when I had my Arbonne party, they were so amazed at like how I did all these snacks. And it literally was bruschetta. And then I had um, the the bread with the melted cheese on it. So I did some just plain toasted for reg the regular bruschetta. And then I did some of the bread toasted with some melted cheese on top of it. And I've done mozzarella, parmesan, gouda. I'm a cheese fanatic. Like, I do the cheese, fruit, and nut tray for Christmas every year. I did it, like, what, five years ago? And everyone's like, uh, that's your job from now on. Yeah, it is bomb.com like you have to put a picture of that in the show notes today because everyone's gonna just be like over the top like that's it look it literally looks like a five-star hotel would have no joke and it's not super expensive and not super time consuming either i get all of my supplies from all these especially around the holidays they have some of those really nice specialty cheeses and some of those smoked ones are just absolutely to die for and then it's just some nuts some fruit and then some crackers and some meat and some cheese right my other thing that is i find to be important when it comes to entertaining is knowing your crowd so absolutely if it's just your local buddies coming over and everybody knows it's kind of byob which if you don't know what that means bring your own beer or bring your own beverage um, all of our friends, we roll right 100%. BYOB, bring your own beverage all the time. Well, and like our friends, we know so well that we all have such a wide variety of drinks, it's hard to have everything that yes. we might possibly want. So, in that case, I take care of all the snacky foods, and my friends know that 
I am not a baker. I do not like doing the fucking cupcake thing. I will go to the bakery every time. Or I'll be calling my sister like, hey. We'll be right back after a brief message about our sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is completely free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need right at your fingertips and all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hook me up. I need 24 cupcakes, a cheese tray, and some cucumber bites. Yes, I do like making several of my own appetizers, and I love making a multi-course meal. Like, that is my jam. People come over and they're like, do I help with anything? And I'm just like... Honestly, no. Like, I'm living the life right about now. Like, woohoo! I'm cooking this. I'm doing that. I got this going. I got that going. Let me go double check that grill over there. I literally love it. So, again, entertaining is not for everyone. So, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But I love it. Um, but knowing your audience is also a big thing. So, know if people are allergic to something. It's okay to ask. No one will ever get offended if you're checking with them. I feel I've like never had anyone say that they were offended. I've always just put it flat out there like does anyone have any food allergies because I don't want to be calling the paramedics right and I think most people way more appreciate it like hey thanks for thinking of me and yes I'm allergic to pineapple so in that case obviously I'm not making my fruit tray with pineapple we're totally nixing that off the list or right they have a shellfish allergy all right, this time there's just no way we're going to do these crab stuffed mushrooms. No, nope, like, we're just going to uninvite that person. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, just a little bit. If it is more of a high class event where you do need to supply any kind of alcoholic beverages or beverages in general, get the variety. Spend that little bit of extra money. Yes, maybe you're going to get stuck, stuck with some drinks you don't want after the fact. I'll drink them. But it's going to look so much better. If you have that little bit of variety versus being the cheap ass at a nicer event. Yes. If you're having, say, a bridal shower or something more on those lines of, I can't even think of any because all I did was your bridal shower and like baby showers and shit like that. So if it's some kind of shower for some kind of, or even a, you're hosting a housewarming party for your best friend because they just bought their first house. And but then I'm just It's a saying, little bit more upper, not to be rude, but like... Upscale. Upscale, L.A., flashy lights, Hollywood. But then I'm just saying buy the variety pack. Yes. Don't just buy one flavor. No. Or get the other thing you can do that I think is phenomenal. Again, ladies who have your pen and paper down right now, signature drink period that's it if they wanted something else they can go they can bring it they can they can go get it whatever it is but do a signature drink yes, i think it fills so much huge class. tubs yep 
you can do with vodka mixed with wine or champagne and some kind of juice or even if you want to do a tequila mix a bunch of shit together as long as it tastes good put it all in one of those big tubs that has the spout that you have to put the little clicker to fill your cup thing we went to the one party at um shauna's she had one of those that and it was some kind of pink lemonade she called it yeah oh it was so good knocks you right off your feet too be careful when you mix a lot of those sweet shit together that's when you get in trouble i'm telling you signature drinks are the way to go it's gonna look so classy so quick and it can be so cheap too like you have no idea like you can get a bottle of uv and mix it with um mountain dew we used that one year where it was Mountain Dew, and so literally we just went and we got, I think it was like two of those, like two liter bottles of Mountain Dew, and a whole bottle of UV, and, and it was a Halloween put, drink. Like, lemons in there or something? Uh, I don't remember if it was lemons. There I was think, something floating in it, but it was that. No, no, no. This was the Halloween one, and what I did is I went to the dollar store or something like that. It was a Halloween event. So what I did is I bought eyeballs. That's what was floating in there. And I put eyeballs in, like, the big jug that people were pouring out of because it just looked like the spooky. I think we even called it, like, the spooky drink or something. Yeah. I purposely made it a little bit on the weaker side because I didn't know who was all coming. Like, are we, like, hardcore drinking? Are we just, like, taste testing here? And I didn't want anybody to have, like, two drinks and hit the floor. Like, I need a solid four drinks before I'm even going to think about having a good time. <laughs> But not everybody feels that way and not everybody's quite as much of a juice bag as I am. So I made mine a little bit weaker, but I did the floating eyeballs and then I even took my shit one step further. Okay. I hope the people who are listening know what ice cube trays are because if y'all don't, you probably shouldn't be listening to my shit right now. Oh my God. If you don't know what an ice cube tray is, go to the fucking dollar store. Please. They have tons, and there's so much shit you can do with those motherfuckers. But what I mean is that there's so many kids who literally grew up with a fridge that makes ice, so they don't understand what an ice maker is. What? Or, I mean, an ice cube tray is. What? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Ask some younger people. They don't know what a freaking ice cube tray is. I found this Like, out. I get it about the rotary phone. Nope. And a cassette tape and shit like that, but a fucking ice cube tray? Really? Legit. Well, my kids know what it is, so. So, anyway, so I went. I did go to the dollar store because I have uh, an ice maker at home that is in my freezer. So, I went to the dollar store, get these ice cube trays, and I filled them with water. But I also went and got sour gummy worms, and I put yes. them in there before they froze. So, when we cracked them, their ice had little gummy worms in there. And so, that was the whole concept of, like, the signature drink. It was supposed to be spooky. We had worms in your ice cubes and then eyeballs floating this. in your drink. So it's like, but it was so fucking cheap. Like literally two, I mean, UV vodka is not expensive. It was like the blue UV vodka and it was like two, two liter bottles of Mountain Dew and it filled up the gigantic container. I think that thing lasted us like over half the night and people still brought their own drinks. So if you didn't want to do the signature drink, you didn't have to, but it was still kind of, I know in this instance, it was more of a goofy, funny, like adults dressing up for Halloween, fun it party. It was still a ton of fun. Cause but. It's all coming back to me now. 
But that's just what I'm saying. I mean, even if it's a baby shower or a bridal shower or whatever it happens to be, I mean, you're talking pink lemonade. I mean, you could do the pink Whitney vodka and mix it with pink lemonade. It would be bomb.com. What was that other one, that pink, um, it was the alcohol. Mm -hmm. And it's in a, like, foggy bottle. Like, um, kind of like that. Oh, almost like a frosted yeah, like a frosted, like a frosted bottle, and it's it's pink. It has a pink cap, and it has a pink saying on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's some kind of vodka. There was another one I made for my girlfriend Danny, who I love to the moon and back. She is my sister, who will from bury bodies. Yeah, sister from another mother, but will still bury bodies with me. Um, so for her baby shower. Now, obviously, she couldn't have them, but everyone else who was coming is, you know, not pregnant or is still okay with having a couple of drinks. And she's the kind of person who's like, there better be drinks at my baby shower or I'm going to be like, what the fuck is up? Like, what are you losers doing? At least have a couple cocktails for me. Exactly. Um. So since we knew she was having a boy, we did a blue drink and they actually have this blue like liqueur that you add to drinks to change the yes. color. And yeah. I can't think of the name of it right now, but. That was really good, too. So I Googled blue signature drinks to make, and then I mixed, like, a big, gigantic, what you would say, like, not kettle, but, like, mixed drink pot of it, where it's like a punch bowl. Punch bowl is kind of what I'm thinking of. And then people could just do small drinks from it. So in that case, I knowing it was a baby shower, and I didn't want people to get rip-roaring drunk at a baby shower, especially when the baby mama can't, you know, drink i mean if you have a couple i'm not i'm not knocking anybody i'm just saying baby mama probably shouldn't get drunk off of her ass at her fucking baby shower and this way everyone could kind of have a little cocktail whether they brought something you can try out that signature drink keeps it kind of classy looking and we purposely did smaller cups so nobody's getting shit faced right. on it at that event but on the flip side you do something that's more of like how we're getting fucking married this is my bachelorette party you're gonna want the signature drink to be a little stronger maybe you go more along the lines of like a wop chicks can be drinking is a fucking good one you can just mix a ton of fucking if you cut up a bunch of fucking fruit throw it in there go get yourself some vodka go get yourself some wine and get some sweet wines i'm talking like the shit that you're not going to normally fucking drink. Like, I just saw one tonight. There was a pineapple one, and they also had, like, a raspberry something. I would have grabbed I would have grabbed both of those plus the vodka and then all the fruit and the juices and just put all that shit in there for a signature drink. My one thing about WAP, if you're going to do it, go big or go home. Okay, so two things. Number one, go big or go home. Number two, be careful if you're eating the fruit. I enjoy eating the fruit. I, I'm i totally fine with that. But it does tend to absorb a lot of the alcohol. So some people will be like, oh, I'm just going to have these double pieces of fruit. And then they're all fucked up real My quick. My suggestion is to just leave the fruit in the wok at nighttime. Drink all the WAP, and when you wake up in the morning and you're hungover as shit, and you need to do the hair of the dog, you just pop in a little bit of that fruit that's been soaking in there, and you are good to go. And I have done that exact same thing. I just want to warn people, it does actually absorb 
the alcohol that's in there. So yes. just know that going into this. I fucking warned you. But it's a damn good time. It is. And also with your event, again, because we're total juice bags, if you want to do something a little bit more sassy, a little bit more fun, a little bit more wild, let's say this is a bachelorette party, soak gummies. You can do them in yes. rum. You can do them in vodka, depending on what you like. I personally am, and so is my sister, much more of a rum person, and we find it to be sweeter. Um, so we like that sort of thing. But you can do those options. And you can also make jello shots. And when you do jello shots, if you want them to be good, edible hire Jamie. Jello <laughs> shots. Okay, yes, you can hire Jamie. She okay, technically Jamie makes pudding shots that are bomb. They are bomb de bomb. Like I was so fucked up at my thirtieth birthday party. I had to be carried to bed. So she makes a really good and I don't know the recipe, but I can try to get it from her. She makes a really, really, really good pudding shot. And then you can buy alcohol in like a whipped cream form and she puts that on the top right before you take it so it's very good um but if you're gonna do jello shots pick a fa- pick a flavor that is very common don't pick funky ass fucking flavors yeah. like lime like sour watermelon or yeah. some fucked up shit go with your fucking cherries your grapes your basics and your, your nor orange your normal fucking flavors and when you make them Still boil the water. Do not do 100% boil the fucking vodka. Right. So you boil the water. And, like, when you read the directions on the back, it'll tell you how many cups to boil. So whatever it says for the first step of boil X amount of water, you are going to boil X amount of water. You're going to mix in your product, but then when it says add the cold water versus cold water, that's when you're going to add in your your alcohol. alcohol. Whether you use vodka, rum, tequila... If you are doing more, I think they do have some kind of, like, if you're going to do the pudding shots, instead of putting in, like, vodka or tequila, you could put in bay leaves or shit like that. Right. And you're usually better off going with a white or clear liquor when it comes to making jello shots. Yes. I mean, depending on what you like, if you're a really big whiskey person, that's really what you want. I mean, go for it. I'm not going to make any promises if it's going to taste good or not. But when I've done it, I've always done either a vodka or a rum. And You want I'm... something that's going to easily be covered up by the jello flavor. Yes. You don't want them so strong that people are gagging and then throwing up. Right. And seriously, the, like, alcohol-flavored whipped cream, if you can find it at your local stores, that shit is bomb.com. Delicious. Love you it. Just Guys it. love it. You can literally just spray it You can it put your it mouth. on your you body. Turn, yep. You can turn your bachelorette party or bachelor party into a freaking high-class high fucking upscale, going batshit crazy best night of your life. Let's have some motherfucking fun. Again, probably shouldn't buy it if it's like, you know, baby shower. <laughs> Might get in a little bit of trouble. Well, now that we've covered just just a smidgen of our alcoholism, <laughs> let's move on to, like, serving trays. I personally have a shit ton of metal and wood trays that I use for displaying the things that I make. So, like, for Christmas, I make a huge charcuterie board. And I, instead of putting it all on a wood board, I have a really long metal 
tray with handles that you like can carry stuff and I put it all in that. But then I also have a couple of wood pieces and some smaller metal boards that I can put like my cheese ball or like my bruschetta and bread and whatnot on so that you have a few things to like kind of display the food as well. And they don't have to be extremely expensive items either. I've collected these things over the years at from Walmart. They're like, the one metal tray was $7.95. I mean, they're not crazy expensive things. They even have at Walmart, I just saw one of those marble looking trays. I'm sure it's plastic. But it has like that marble look on it. So you could do something like that. Now if you are doing like a kid's party, I have I would not be putting something like that out for my kids' birthday parties and whatnot. Because that's to me a little bit more upper class, fancier kind of type thing. For my kids' birthday parties, it really just depends on the theme. Or even if my kids just want to have a bunch of friends over and have some kind of party, there's so many things and ways that you can do it. You could do a movie night. You could go to the dollar store. They have these really cute plastic rectangular like pop popcorn bins that you can buy. Say you have six kids coming over that are going to watch a movie. Go buy six of them. Also buy a package of popable popcorn. Put that package of popcorn in, in there. Put a soda or some kind of juice drink. Go get some, you know, gummy worms. Some little juice bags. Yeah, some gummy worms, some kind of candy. Fill that little popcorn bin with the popcorn and all the other snacks that you would normally grab at the movie theater. And then you have each kid can take it home with them or they can eat it while they're at the party and then still take the little bin home with them. You could also, if you're having like a beach theme, you could go get a bunch of the dollar store. Oops, sorry. Hit my microphone. You could go to the dollar store and get a couple of beach buckets and then fill them with some cool things that have to do with the beach for the kids to take home as like their gift bags instead of just being like a bag of candy that you hand out. Another one that I had, let me check my notes, a bubble bar. You could have different little containers of bubbles along with the different kinds of wands for the kids and then one of those cute little buckets from the dollar store and then they just grab some and they could even throw some chalk in there with the bubbles they can grab a, a thing of bubbles and a couple different wands to blow the bubbles along with chalk as gifts to leave from a birthday party or just because your kids wanted to invite six people over or 12 or 20. And depending on the age of the kids, glow sticks. You can never go wrong with freaking glow yes, sticks. Yes, even my freaking almost 17-year-old will still play with the glow sticks. Throw that shit in almost anything, any kind of gift bag to go if you're doing a kid's party. I also had a candy bar on there. And then, of course, for the adults, a Bloody Mary bar. Oh, I mean, yeah. 
you don't have to take your Bloody Mary to go, but set up a really good Bloody Mary bar. If you are having some kind of morning, Sunday morning get together after everybody was partying Friday or Saturday night, and it's Saturday or Sunday morning, have a nice bloody bar set up so they can hit that hair of the dog. Easter brunch or Mother's Day, either of those, those are perfect ones. Mimosa bar goes hand in hand. Yes. I highly recommend doing a little bit of all of them. So you'll have, you'll do your vodka, you'll do your Bloody Mary mix. You can do um, also like a champagne or even, even just like a sweet white wine. That's generally what I do. Um, so you can do Bloody Mary, Mimosa, or Screwdriver. Any of those, like, breakfasty sort of yep. brunchy drinks all, all go hand in hand. And very easy to put together because they overlap in the sense that, you know, vodka and orange juice, you got your Screwdriver, vodka with the Bloody Mary mix, you're yep. going towards your Bloody Mary, or you got the champagne and the OJ, then you're going towards your Mimosa. And depending on what people like on top of their Bloody Marys, the toppings can overlap as well. Absolutely. And as Lisa has said, keep in mind of your audience and scene. Like, if it's summertime and you're doing a backyard barbecue, obviously you don't want to have, like, champagne flutes outside. You know? I mean, maybe if Stick with the red solo cups. Yes. Something that fits the scene and your audience. And then... You can still get a bunch of disposable tableware that is either just plain old clear white plastic or you can even get some fancier ones like gold or silver for the higher classier type things where you still don't want to have full on silverware that you have to take home and wash because you just want to throw that kind of stuff out if you're doing a regular sit down meal or something. I would definitely go with the cupcakes for almost anything. Fuck the cake. Agreed. Unless you're, like, doing a wedding and you really want to have that cake-cutting moment. But even with that being said, I would highly recommend doing cupcakes for your guests and still just getting, like, a smaller cake that you cut for your pictures and your traditional, more, um, your your more traditional, like, pictures and things like that. Just because I think cupcakes are just so much easier to pass out. It's not you know, finagling with the cutting of the cake and making a big it's mess. It's less time-consuming as well and a lot less mess. And you can do a lot more variety. So depending on how many guests you have, whether it's a kid's birthday party or a shower of some sort. Or, or even wedding. a wedding. You I can mean, do chocolate, vanilla, red velvet. You can do marble. You can do a whole mixture and then just have different sections of these are the flavors that I have. Right. And then, I guess the last and little bit, since we don't do a whole lot of entertaining over the winter months, is get yourself some decent crockpots of all different shapes and sizes. You can do cheese dips. You can do seasoned meatballs, barbecue meatballs. You can do the weenies in barbecue sauce. There's a ton of shit that you can do in crockpots that are hot dips, like hot cheese dips. The one I really like is that it's Rotel, Velveeta, cream cheese, and then you brown some pork sausage. You mix it all together, and that one's really good and really delicious. 
Definitely sounds good to me. Well, since we spent most of the evening telling you how to drink and what kind of beverages you can mix together, hopefully our entertainment tips were actually good. And I forgot to tell you at the beginning that we got two reviews on iTunes, so I wanted to do those shout-outs. Let me just find it. And while she's looking for it really quickly, thank you guys for coming back to listen to us again and again. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, my sister and I have a lot of fun doing this, so the more listeners that we get, the more excited and the more fun that we get to have, so that's awesome. And we definitely appreciate the stars and the reviews. That's how we grow on the charts. That's how we reach more people. That's how we eventually get sponsors to put in other than the Anchor ad in here. But our first review is from Gabe, and he says, I love this show, and I love how they just tell it like it is. You cannot get this kind of entertainment anywhere else, I assure you. And I totally agree, Gabe. That is for sure. You are not going to find anything like this. Hands down. Then from Thumbs Up says, Love how real you two are. Thanks for sharing and letting others know they are not alone. Thank you both for the reviews. Again, we'll have the link in the show notes. If you are not on iTunes and on like an Android device, there's a couple other places that you can drop some rates and reviews for us. Bump up, up, bump us up on the charts so we reach more people. If you have any suggestions or just want to communicate, you can reach us at Queen Bees Podcast at gmail.com. You can also join our Facebook group, Queen Bee's Rap Session. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and that's about it. Let us know if you want to see or hear any more about any of the recipes or cocktail mixes that we make. We can certainly throw those out. We're not going to automatically throw out all of our recipes and all of our random cocktail mixes because the list would just be so long. But if there's something specific you would like to know a little bit more about, just shoot us a message or... Hit us up on Facebook or in the private group. We'll share it in there. Absolutely. And if you're interested in the pudding shot recipe, I can absolutely hit up my girlfriend, Jamie. She makes the best pudding shots. Um, otherwise, you know... If you prefer to just Google it on your own and do your own thing that way, that's okay too. But if you could at least give us a like and let us know that you like this one, that'd be great. Do we have a challenge for this week? Uh, I think we're going to skip a challenge this week. Yeah. Relax. Have a cocktail. Maybe try making your own signature drink if you're up for it and be like, this is the fucking Lisa right here. That's what our challenge should be then. Figure out your own signature drink. You don't have to make like a big old and maybe tub you already, of it. Right, and maybe you already have one. Maybe you are like the world's best Bloody Mary mix 
person already. You got your own recipe, or maybe you already have this cocktail that you make at home. And if that's the case, have one for me. Share it with me. Tell me how you make it. I want to try one. Yeah, me too. I will try it. I may not drink the whole thing, but my husband will definitely drink the whole thing. He He's the lover of the Bloody Marys. That's how I know how to make them so damn good. <laughs> All right. That's all I have for this week. And until next time. Have a good one, gals and guys. Peace.